1: It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, tries to slam it home, and
2: Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is! Cut
0: for the touchdown!
2: Merrill, for the lead, he!
0: RSL fam, welcome back to another episode of RSL Sunday Podcast. I'm your host, Marcos, and we got Royce and Connor here for another episode here with, uh, with us. Um, it's, been, it's been a fun week. Um, this is our last week of preseason before we jump into the regular season. We had two preseason matches this week. Um, but before we jump in and talk about all things preseason, and then our predictions as well before the season kicks off, um, we're going to do some RSL trivia for you guys. Um, so for those of you guys who saw on our Twitter, I was a little late. I'm sorry about that. Um, we'll get a little better about that moving forward. Um, but the question that we had on our Twitter page was, who scored the fastest goal at Rio Tinto Stadium? Um, who, who do you guys think it was?
2: All right. So I have two thoughts in my mind. So- yeah, yeah. One is I remember we scored a goal under thirty seconds in like two thousand fifteen, and that was Javier Mm -hmm. Morales. But I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure that was an away game. So uh, I'm also just gonna stick with Javier Morales. I think on this one, like
1: I I was gonna say, Javier Morales more crafty goals like that. I feel like Ooh, I remember yeah. an early goal from Savarino as well, but maybe I'm just mixing up that and the Morales goal. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Morales. I'll go with Royce on this one.
0: Okay, so so that's, that's actually wrong. So Javi had the, the fastest Oof. goal, the fastest away goal at 15 seconds. <sighs> um, but oh, yeah,
2: that's the one I remembered.
0: But the fastest home goal at Rio Tinto, this surprised me also, Corey Baird wow. um, at, at 35 seconds. What?
1: When really? was that, that was game?
0: That, yeah. That was, that like was 20 20 ni-
1: 2019. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. It's not coming to my mind off the top of Eight, my head.
2: But looking at the poll, it looks like our fans knew that better than we did. That was the highest selected percentage <laughs> yeah. of 38%. So good
0: yeah, job, there we on go. you guys, for getting that one right. <laughs> yeah. F- funny, funny enough, we have the fastest away goal and fastest home goal, both against Houston. Oh, wow.
1: That's crazy. So
0: there you go. And now Corey Barrett, Barrett is with Houston. So <laughs> awesome. So we'll, we'll just jump right into it. So first preseason match this week um, on Tuesday was against El Paso. So not really the hype of an MLS team, but still it's the the practice before we ju- get into the the regular season. So what were, what were your thoughts behind that, uh, Connor?
1: Um, firstly, I was just pumped to see Gomez get amongst the goals. Um, he got a super quick race after the second half started. Um, and he actually even got an assist as well. So it's super exciting to see him getting running and not having much rest once he comes into the team. Um obviously like you said it is El Paso. So we kind of have to take that as a grain of salt. They finished eighth in the USL Western Conference last season. So they didn't even qualify for playoffs. So it's not the best mm-hmm. opponent but Hey, it's, it's a, it's a preseason game. Not always worried about the opponent you're playing. You just want to be worried about your team looking good. And the the team did from what it sounds like looked really good from that game winning five, nothing. We also had goals from Ojeda, Oviedo and Jackson. Um, yeah, you can't be, really be mad about a five, nothing win. What
0: about you guys? Um, something that stood out, stood out to me that I really liked, um, since we were playing El Paso, I liked that Gavin, uh, uh, beavers uh, he got the start uh monarchs players so he saw a lot of time with the monarchs last season so it's good to see him with the first team gets uh some minutes there
1: yeah and i did like how they almost did like a full 11 switch at halftime so like it was a brand mm-hmm. new set of players and i think that's the best way to handle those preseason games is just getting every single player an opportunity or at least some time to at least showcase what they have and what they can offer for the team
0: Exactly. Um. And and like and like we already know. Um. With these preseason matches, none of it is live stream. Unfortunately. Um. But from what we saw on Twitter, um, the second goal from Oviedo was it was kind of blown by the wind. It was it was a cross that was blown in by the wind, which was kind of funny. But luckily, lucky on our part.
1: We take those. Can't be complaining. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll exactly. take a little
1: Sunday league action in a
2: exactly. preseason game. And- Never predict that stuff, can you? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But but any, any other thoughts, takeaways from the first match against El Paso? No, nothing really surprising, but it's a kind of a result that we were expecting.
1: Yeah, definitely yeah. expected. I think it's just good to see the boys aren't having any struggles with teams like that, at least. We're still no rest. We're getting right into the flow of things. It's good to see.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's good to see Crylock get the, the starting um, coming back from injury and mm-hmm. just getting still still into rhythm. So it's, I'm glad to see him playing.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah and then I guess we'll just get into the second
2: game. So <clears throat> that was versus the Chicago Fire, um, mm-hmm. who aren't that great. They finished 12th out of 14 in the Eastern Conference last year. So definitely a below average side again. Definitely better than El Paso, though. But this game finished 3-0. Uh, it was actually 3-0 at halftime. So pretty good <laughs> domination on our end. We had a pretty strong lineup. Um, McMath was back in net. Brody, Glad, Silva, Oviedo, Lauffelson, and Ojeda in the midfield with Chain, Krylock, Saverino, and Julio. So mm-hmm. besides maybe – Our new signing with Brian, the new Brian, and then (laughs) with Carlos Gomez, you slot those two in. I feel like that's probably pretty close to our starting lineup. Um, Mm -hmm. It also just depends if Julio is going to start or not, if we're going to use him for the first 60 minutes or like the last 35 minutes or whatever. So time will tell on that end. But um, there was goals from Ojeda, Oviedo, and then – or sorry, my bad, my bad. So, there was a goal from Ojeda and then two from Savarino. So, with this one, Ojeda scored in two straight games. So, that's pretty big from a midfielder. And one of them was yeah. actually nice outside the box upper 90 shot that someone was able to post a clip from. But it's good to see him get on the score sheet. That means he is slightly more attacking and can help in that regard. So, what do you and- guys
1: think of it? I'm sure that's done wonders for Ojeda's confidence as well, um, getting with the first team and scoring in back-to-back games, and this time against an MLS opponent as well. Um, I think, yeah, it's it's good for everyone to see players that you might not have been expecting to be filling in and doing things that we weren't expecting. I think uh, it just is good for our depth because I don't know. I've said it pretty much every week. I'm I'm always a little nervous on our our side depth wise. Um, I feel like if we get a few big injuries, we could really struggle this season. Um, so it is nice when you see guys like that step up, and knowing that we are going to have some more depth.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I absolutely I agree with that. And it's good to see uh, Oviedo though uh, get the midfield minutes and these two stellar goals. Chicago wasn't the greatest of MLS teams last year, but it's good to get that get some good results from MLS team right before a week before we get the. Get the games going. Um, but exactly. Saverino, Saberino—he no surprise there. He's just picking up right where he left off last season.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what we expect from him.
0: Yeah. And then with those two preseason matches, we had two, well, one acquisition that we just signed and then um, one player that we, we let go. Um, so Real felt like we finalized the acquisition of a former DC United homegrown, Moses Neiman, um, who was on loan from Beveren's who they were a, a Belgian. Um, so he Niemens, he's 19. Um, but he he has been working in the preseason camp. Um, so I kinda I looked at uh, some film from him, young player, so kind of like what an actual Kai is, but so he's gonna come up and have like tons of tons of agility, tons of speed. So l- luckily that we got him.
1: Yeah, no, Not it's a always Colombian, nice to get huh? some... <laughs> Not a Colombian <laughs> this time.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then the other the other departure that we saw this week was Tate Schmidt. Um, I think we talked about that last week. He is off to Houston. Um, but with that, we got some draft picks. So not not what we wanted, but what, what do you guys think of that? Yeah, I'm going to say something kind of quick
2: on this. I mean, we got a third-rounder for another homegrown player, which is like come through the system, got minutes, and then he's just shipped away eventually. So mm-hmm. – I don't even know why we have homegrown players. (laughs) Like, If we're just going to grow them and then just get third-round picks for them every two years, I don't even see the point. Or, like, what's the point of developing them? Because he's Mm -hmm. still pretty young. Like, he definitely hasn't reached his max potential yet. Like, he knows the squad. And we always talk about how thin our depth is at times. So, the fact that we're kind of just getting rid of these, like, system players that know it, like, grew up in it is just wild to me, actually. Like, I don't really understand
1: it. Yeah, and I've always I've always liked having homegrown talent in like this squad because I feel like those are guys who are truly gonna like understand what it means to play for the shirt and like they're always gonna go out and bust their butt and do what they can to get the win for RSL because they grew up and sometimes they feel like they, they owe it back to RSL for giving them the chance and believing them at all those years coming up through the system. Um, I don't know, sometimes it's like that type of energy and those type of people are good locker room presence. And that's what you want in the squad. So yeah, I was, I was a little sad to see him go. I mean, at least we're getting a, another homegrown back from another team. So it's, but yeah, it's, it's sad seeing homegrown players go, especially when they've grown up with us and been RSL fans through and through their whole lives.
0: Yeah. Solid trade of a uh, homegrowns, but sad to see him go. Um, Definitely did a huge huge deal for us against new England revolution and that game winner, but um, hopefully, hopefully the best for him in Houston. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, but with that, uh, we're going to move on to our, our predictions for this season, because we have about six days from the time that we're recording this um, six days until the season starts. So we're going to do our RSL MVP of our predictions. Who's going to win the golden boots this season. And who do you guys think is going to be the defensive player for RSL? Um, so we'll start with you, Royce, um, your predictions for the, this season. All right. MVP, I'm going to go with the heart of
2: our team, which was lacking last year, obviously. And that is Demir Krylock. Homie okay. can get it done. I think he's the one that like fuels our team, like gets everyone motivated. And I mean, he does fill up the stat sheet, but he does so much more beyond that, that it goes maybe unnoticed by some people, but he's truly the glue of our team so I don't think he'll be our leading goal scorer but I definitely think he'll be our most important player and then goal scorer I'm gonna go with our goat Jeff e- Jefferson Savarino uh, he's just too good um, and as of now we don't really have a number nine so I don't see anyone scoring more than him so I feel like that's a easy pick for me I don't know I could be wrong though we'll see what moves we have left and then Defender of the Year, um, it's got to be Justin Glad. Uh, actually, I think he can take another step. He's still solid. I mean, I just love that he's been in the team since he was young. Like, I don't know any RSL fan that doesn't love him. But I just think he's sick. I think he'll have another good season. And then I guess my last shout, I'll do a most improved player. And I'm going to go with Brody. I think he has the chance to get lots of minutes this year since we're kind of thin at fullback. So I think he'll break out, have another good season, and be even better than last year. So those are my predictions. Where were you, Connor?
1: Uh, mine, MVP, also was going to go to Krylak. But since you did it, I feel kind of obligated to choose someone else. So <laughs> I am actually i going to go for, let's see, I'm going to go for Savarino. I think if this preseason is any sign of what's to come, I think he's going to be the guy who is getting it done for us when we need it most. I think when we're needing that little burst of creativity, that little ball over the top to chase, I think he's the guy who's going to bring that energy to the team. And a lot of like the momentum will come through him making a good play, taking a guy on having a shot, things like that. So I think for me, he's going to be my MVP. Um, As long as RSL does good, then he'll be our MVP. Um, Top scorer, I am actually going to go Krylak for top scorer. So just flip-flopping with Royce. Um, But I think Krylak is just going to be surgical this year. He's so smart in his game, and I think he's just always getting himself into good positions, um, whether he's goal- scoring goals or assisting goals, he's always doing something. Um, so I think he's definitely got a good chance to be our golden boot. Um, and then defender, uh, I'm going to go with Marcelo Silva, uh, just a rock um, in our rock. And he's got that experience. He's one of the older guys in the squad. Um, and sometimes those are the ones that do just, when it really comes down to it, they're the guys you can rely on to just get the job done. Um, when it's crunch time, games getting games getting close towards the end, those are the guys who you need to step up and, and do the best. Um, and then we'll go most improved player. That's the last one. We'll go – I'm just going to be pushing this all year. It's my agenda. Axel Kai. Um, I need that man to be playing <laughs> games this season. I'm, I'm so excited to watch him play. So – most improved for sure once he's coming in and banging in goals for us all season. What did you buy yesterday? Uh, yeah, true. I forgot. I, I bought an Axel Kai autographed card yesterday. We were at the card Ooh. show. And, yeah, so I got an Axel Kai autograph. Officially oh, yeah.
0: invested, I guess. Yeah. Money value at this point, right? Uh uh-huh. There we go. Everybody jump on the Axel Kai train. Exactly. <laughs> um, For me, um, it's kind of hard not to repeat that, but I'll – um, MVP. Um, I'm gonna have to go. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll go with Crylock as well, just because I feel like he's kind of like what Javier Morales was. Now he's kind of mm-hmm. like that, like like that teacher teaching the young guys. Um, so he, he's gonna be like the one who's gonna be leading the, the ropes on that midfield. Um, goal scorer. It's kind of hard not to go with Savarino, but I'm gonna go a, a dark horse here. I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna go Anderson Julio because I, I feel like oh okay because I feel like he's gonna start some games, but then also come off the bench, so he's gonna yeah. like, kind of be like what Jal uh, Plata was, mm-hmm. so he's gonna be like that 80th minute score scoring about one two goals every other game, so I, I feel that from him, maybe he's gonna have like a 13 14 goal season. I, I can see it. Love it. Um, de- defender, I'm gonna go Brody. I'm gonna go different because I, I Brody's gonna do a. a Aaron Herrera did, and have lots of assists this season. I, I can feel that. Heck, yeah. And then most improved – let's go Loefflsen. Loefflsen's going to have a big year okay. as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's, he's – well, and he's one of those guys who maybe, maybe – we do got to start appreciating these draft picks because that's one of those guys who you never really expected to break into the squad. I think he was a second-round draft pick. And last year he stepped up, and he was balling. So he's just – The right guy's got to get the right opportunities, and then anything can happen.
2: Yeah, with him, it was really just, like, confidence off the bat because he got Mm -hmm. those first few starts and like, a few minutes, and he really showed that he was solid already as a rookie. So this is definitely the most impressed I've been with any of our draft picks in years. Um, I can't even name most of them. So the fact that he's (laughs) even in the starting 11 or even – available to play each week is insane so i don't know i'm super excited for him too he's just super solid he doesn't really do anything wrong he's super well-rounded and he just does what the team needs he runs a lot he's probably he probably puts in the most distance covered per game i wouldn't yeah, he, he could see be surprised if he does but yeah. that's just huge for us and he does more things than people realize yeah
0: Well, six days. That's what we got. Six days until opening match this coming Saturday against Vancouver Whitecaps against Sergio Cordova as well. So that will be like a revenge game as well. So hopefully we can score a big one against him. So 830 kickoff this Saturday. It's it's a late one, but it'll be definitely worth it. Apple TV. um, So don't forget, you guys get Apple TV before this Saturday. And then as well, head to the RSL Team Store, get the Beehive kit. That is a beautiful kit. Um, And then as well, get your tickets for first match against Austin FC. Let's get the Riot packed, and let's get that as a fortress once again. Um, So that's everything from us. And then head to our Twitter page as well, RSL Sunday Podcast. We'll be posting lots of stuff, our trivia as well. Um, We'll talk to you guys next week where we break down our first match of the season. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Till next week.